Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Forgotten Books. I am the greedy reader and this is my podcast where I bring you books that were popular at one time but which have somehow been forgotten. In the previous episode I had talked to you about The Man which was written by Irving Vallis. This book was written in 1964 and it talked about the coming to power of the first African American president in the United States. Today I'm taking you to a completely different milieu, to another continent and a very different genre. Today I have a thriller for you. The book is called Congo and it was written by Michael Crichton in 1980. For those of you who might be unaware of this fact, Michael Crichton is the author of Jurassic Park, which was made into this hugely successful movie. You should read Jurassic Park. The book is even better than the movie. Okay, now coming back to Crichton and Congo. So, this was written in 1980, and Crichton actually wanted to write something along the lines of the classic King Solomon's Mines and so he created an outline and approached 20th century fox and they were so happy with it that they immediately gave him an advance of i think 1.4 million dollars and what happened was that put a lot of pressure on the author and he suffered from writer's block so apparently he came out of it by spending time in an isolation tank Well whatever he did it was very effective because he completed the book and it became a bestseller. So now let's move on to the story. The story of Congo is set mainly in the dense tropical forests of yeah the Congo in the Virunga region. Now I found this quite a coincidence since I'm following the Virunga National Park on Instagram. And so when I read this book again for this podcast I was so happy to see something familiar there. So the year the story happens is 1979 and an expedition has been sent to Virunga by the Earth Resource Technology Services Incorporated or the ERTS which is a company in the United States. They are into cutting edge technology. and they have uh, come to know about a city called zinj which has a rich load of diamonds and these diamonds are worthless as gemstones but they are invaluable if they are used as semiconductors and these diamonds will give a huge advantage to whoever has them in the race to conquer new frontiers in technology okay so ERTS has sent a, a team to Zinj uh, according to certain records from ancient texts that they have found out. So the team reaches the spot which they think is nearest to the lost city. They set up camp and they have communication links with their office in Houston through a satellite link. But suddenly they are attacked and brutally killed. by an unknown source the only clue is from the live camera feed which shows a destroyed campsite mangled dead bodies and then there is a blur of gray there is a form which passes in front of the camera before the camera is destroyed and then all contact is lost with that team so back in houston there is a general sense of apprehension about what the expedition had uncovered so far and what these strange creatures are So they decide to send another team. 
This time, it is led by Karen Ross. And Karen was the person in charge of the Congo project. And in an attempt to be better prepared to face the reality at base camp, her team includes a battle-hardened mercenary called Charles Munro. Then they also have a gorilla along with them. They take a gorilla called Amy along with them. And Amy has been in the news uh, recently for being able to communicate effectively with humans. She can understand English and she has a vocabulary of 620 signs in the American Sign Language, which is the most learned by a primate. But in recent times, her trainer Peter Elliott, who is a primatologist, has found that her behavior has become very erratic. So he is very confused as to what is happening and he takes this expedition, this chance to go along with the team with Amy and his main reason is to find out the place from where Amy has come. So each of the people on the team has got their own agenda. The team also has the latest in technology with them. But unfortunately, they realize when they are in the midst of the thick, dense jungle that they have to depend on themselves. Also, to increase the interest factor, the author tells us that there is a rival team formed by a consortium of companies from Japan, Germany and the Netherlands. That team is also on the way to find the city of Zinj and the diamonds. So the American team under Karen is now in a race against time to get there first. Unfortunately, they have all kinds of troubles to deal with. They have to deal with a plane crash. Then they get caught up in a local civil war from which they have to escape. And then, of course, there are the natural predators in the dense jungles. And after grappling with all these issues and losing a lot of what they had with them, Karen and her team reach the site of the rival camp. Because they knew that the rival camp, the rival team has set up camp at a particular site. So they reach there and they find that the entire team is missing and the campsite is in total disarray. And then Karen's team is attacked by a huge group of gorillas. Huge killer gorillas who are menacing and ruthless. And in the resulting battle between Karen's team and the gorillas, they manage to kill some of the gorillas and drive the rest away. Then they do a rough autopsy of the animals to get an idea of what these creatures truly are. And a shocking discovery is made that the animals are actually hybrids of humans and gorillas. So imagine the bulk and strength of a gorilla with the cunning and reasoning ability of a human. So the entire team discover that these animals had been bred by the inhabitants of Zinj to protect their city and their treasure. In the ensuing days, Amy is able to communicate with the killer animals. So what happens next? Do Karen and team discover the lost city of Zinj with the help of the gorillas? How do they get out of the extremely hostile environment? Oh yeah, there's also a tribe who are cannibals. So that is one more uh, factor in this whole equation. So uh, is the team able to bring back the diamonds? And do all of them return safely? What happens to kind, sweet Amy? Now, these are all questions that are answered brilliantly by the author in this book. The narrative is fast-paced, intense action in between. And Crichton 
cleverly inserts a lot of information about the place and history into the narrative without boring the reader. But for me, Amy is the star attraction. Crichton has created an immensely likable and interesting character in Amy, and it's so heartwarming whenever she appears in the story. It was also intriguing to see how an animal which is bred in captivity with no chance to develop the skills she would need in the wild how she manages in the jungle now there are many contrasts like this in this book that are fascinating the uh, absolute ineffectiveness of technology when nature is at its purest the innate behavior and characteristics of humans and animals when they are confronted with the same set of circumstances and the primal tussle between man and nature so congo by michael crichton is a beautiful fast paced intense thriller i am not answering all those questions for you because i want you to read the book it is as interesting today as when i read it first so i really want you guys to go and read it it's a good thriller a movie was made out of this later but nothing to beat the experience of reading the book please go and read this book congo by michael crichton the forgotten book of today a couple of days back i had a fun book recommendation session on instagram where i suggested books based on the mood of the person so i would recommend congo to anyone who needs an adrenaline rush so the forgotten book of today is dealt with now what are you guys reading currently Like I have mentioned in an earlier episode, I read multiple books at a time. I was never like this and I really don't know how I landed up in this kind of a reading behavior. Uh, right now I'm reading book 10 of The Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. It's one of my all-time favorite series and I keep rereading it. I mean there are 14 books. So by the time I finish 14 books it's nearly 1 one, one and a half years. Then I start from book number 1. I don't know it's kind of like a comfort read for me. Another book I'm on is The Blue Hour by Kate Thompson. Again, it's another reread because I had suggested it to someone on the Q&A on the book Q&A on Instagram and that made me want to read it again. A long time read which I've been taking slowly is Aranyak by Bibhuti Bhushan Bandhupadhyay and also This is the story of a happy marriage by Anne Patchett. Okay, I will not bore you with any further book thoughts of mine. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and being with me till the end. If you have any suggestions or feedback, do get in touch with me on Instagram where I am the greedy reader or on my website www.thegreedyreader.com or on my YouTube channel The Greedy Reader. I really love hearing from you guys. So, I will be back with the next episode on the 30th of this month. I follow a 10 20 30 format where I bring new episodes on the 10th, 20th and 30th of every month. So, till we meet again, my awesome, lovely, beautiful listeners. Take care. Be kind. Bye-bye.